We are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. Alongside me is my counterpart, Joe DeLeon. Good evening, sir. Football is in the air. It's almost here. Th- Thursday, we have a football game being played this Thursday. Now, it's not college football. It's also basically a glorified XFL game. But, Blake, we've got a football yeah. game this Thursday for the uh, the Hall of Fame game. Can I, can I tell you something? What? I don't watch them. I mean, what? I, I, I will watch it. I will keep my yeah. TV, you better, but I don't really give a shit about seven string players playing. I'm gonna watch it the beginning of it, and then it's one of those things where you just kind of slowly stop paying attention to as the game progresses. But it's you know you got to get that the, you just got to get the taste. You know, it's like getting a little nibble before it uh, it really starts to getting a to little nipple. Nibble, I said um, oh. two minutes in, two minutes and 30 seconds in, and we're already it's I thought Monday. You said nipple, it's porn nibble, outside. nibble, yeah, uh huh. It Ask is, the chat. What did I say, dog chat? barking earlier. I thought you said nipple. All right, uh-huh. we got a lot in store for you today. If that's if that's <laughs> hey, if if you think that that's going to be the climax of the show, just wait because we're going into an LSU deep dive, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're gonna you know say some really things, some things that I don't agree with uh we'll see we'll see i'm gonna have a disclaimer for when we when we get to that i don't want to spoil anything but uh yeah i'm I'm excited to talk about lsu we did my team you crapped on my team i did you not went, crap on you your went, team you went I out of your way to crap, crap on, on your me team. team you said that they were gonna lose to duke to me before we started so you already set the tone poorly for that show you also said that they couldn't beat ohio state which they can they absolutely can um and we've already – who else did we – oh, we did Texas, which we both hate, which was – that was fun. I'm, I I'm ready to doing nine and three. Yeah, that's crapping on my team. What were you yet last year? We were nine and four. Okay, so um, then hush. Wait, oh, my God. I don't know what our record was last year. You I were mean, nine and four. Yeah, we were nine so and four. You were eight and four a season ago. I'm giving you one more win in the regular season. What are you complaining about? You're not a playoff team. I mean, we brought in a you brought in nobody caliber quarterback that got fired. Sam Hartman is at least worth two wins, especially against a team that has a new quarterback that no one has ever seen and three new starting offensive linemen. You also made a Jerry Maguire video today that looked like crap. That was terrible. They were trying to redo the whole. They did the hangover thing last year. Those jerseys are sick, though. You have to give me give give some credit there. Those I, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of green unless it's money. You, or St. Patty's just, Day. Just, just admit that you're a hater. Just admit that you're a hater because those are fantastic jerseys. They have okay. they effed up those 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 green jerseys before. Those are clean. They're not too bad, but they're not my favorite. Why What's do I have to say they're my favorite? Are they your favorite? They're not my favorite of all their uniforms, but I'm absolutely going to buy one. All right. Anyway, we got a lot to get into. We'll talk. We'll do an LSU deep dive. Also, I mean, listen, I know that we're going to talk about this Michigan recruiting food situation that's going on, but the last time that they gave recruits hamburgers, it backfired on them. Well, yeah, they got to be extra careful now. You know, it's, I'm surprised that it's not just a, you know, a nice bag of Lay's and they're calling it a day. But um, I almost wonder, and we'll talk about it, I almost wonder if that was, you know, done. Deliberate. The, yeah. 
Probably I mean, not, but wouldn't put it past it. Yeah, I mean, the kid had chicken fingers, mac and cheese, and a hot dog. Looked great. He also had a zebra cake. <laughs> so, I mean. I mean, if I was 17, I'm not complaining. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. I mean, you got, I mean, the North is already known for very bland food. I mean, I've All heard, right. I've heard you, right. the North right. has bland food. The North has bland food. I've been of in the course. North a lot of times. It has bland food. Maybe in Michigan. Salt and pepper is not a seasoning, baby. I'm just okay. going to let you know. Okay. Okay. Cayenne pepper is not hot. Maybe it's for true. other. Uh, you, you, okay, maybe in Michigan, not for the Northeast. But I understand your your point that the you know the probably not very high standards. You would think that the football facilities would have, you know, some good food because most of these programs serve these guys steak every other meal. Well, actually, they do. Like it's if you've ever been to a Power Five like uh, nutrition center, it is insane the kind of food that they get, dude. Like uh, one player I was talking to the other day, dude, he had a ribeye steak shrimp and corn and a side salad with vinaigrette and i'm like jesus h christ <laughs> you know like that is that i mean like that's pretty amazing you know yeah. you gotta admit all right we'll get this rolling kyle says who's your who's your team joe well he figured it out a couple messages he did. later he, he says oh it's a he's he's poor little yes. Notre name fan yeah. uh tony williams says what's up blake and joe what's happening jason brumfield says blake didn't lie about notre dame they're not beating Ohio State. He also says, I love Orcas, though, man. I, I'm a big Orca fan. He says, just here to see Joe profess his secret love for the Tigers. Why the hell is his profile picture an Orca? I don't know, but I love Orcas. I love killer whales, dude. I, when Growing up, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I loved them so much. Really? Yeah, like really? I'm I am a Orca documentary homer. Like, let me just say, but I will watch – an Orca documentary before I watch Pac-12 football. Speaking of Pac-12 oh, football, it looks like Arizona is going to the Big 12 too. Yeah, which we will be talking about, which is bad. It's the same. It, every show, the update is the same. Oh, it's gotten worse. Oh, it's gotten worse. And the TV deal, when that gets announced, which I'm sure we're going to talk about on Wednesday or maybe Saturday, I am sure that that deal is not going to be very good. Well, with eight teams, if you get $200 million, that's not a bad payday. That was from an unreputable source that said that. But that's still one of the worst for a, a, a conference that's supposed to be one of the best. This year, it's going to be the most, arguably the most competitive conference in all of college football, and this is what they've resorted to. Well, I don't think they're the most competitive, but I, I get what you're saying. They had the most yeah. competitive quarterback play, uh, right. that's for sure. Uh, Doug Gray says, I took you as more of a Housewives watcher, Blake. No, I no. don't watch the Desperate Housewives. Um, the Let me just tell you this. The other night, the, uh, my sister-in-law and them were over here, and they had the Bachelorette on. I'm like, what oh, the I can't hell are y'all watching? Yeah. I can't watch that. Well, our guy Clay Harbor, I believe, he's formerly on the Bachelorette. That was the only season that I watched, coincidentally. Oh, really? I was forced to watch it. Did, I'm assuming he didn't win it. No, I almost vaguely remember he like got hurt or something during it. They were like they played. For, I don't. I vaguely remember what happened, but he ended up leaving early. It wasn't because he got kicked off. I so the NFL happened. football player got hurt with a bunch of randos. I, I mean, he was probably going too hard. 
That's what she said. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages. If you're on Facebook, hit them groups. Continue to follow the show if you're on YouTube. Climbing so quickly on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And Uh-oh. We might have lost Blake. We're going to give him a second. I don't know if this is on my end or if this is on Blake's end, but we're going to find out in a very quick second. Uh, We're going to go to break really quickly, folks. We'll be right back. Benelon is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, so Blake is going to be coming back. It says that he uh, he flickered out and that he's going to be joining back uh, really shortly. So, for everyone who knows, we're going to be talking about LSU today. I don't want to dive into that just yet while we wait for Blake to come, you know, return. Um, although it would be kind of fitting if I just spent the next three minutes getting all my shots in. But, no, I'm actually going to come out here and I'm going to give a lot of support for LSU when we talk about them uh, as much as it pains me to do so. But while we're waiting for Blake and while we're waiting for his internet to return, if not, this might end up being a shorter show uh, than anticipated because of a storm that's rolling through. I do want to get to the what we mentioned earlier with the Arizona and the Pac-12 news. So Blake mentioned how right now, uh, as of today, as of very recently, reported on by Dennis Dodd that the Board of Regents at Arizona are going to be meeting tomorrow for an undisclosed reason. Now, when something like this happens, it usually means that there is a big decision that needs to be made. And in this case, we know what happened last week with Colorado. Their board of regents met, and then they decided to leave and move on to the Big 12. And we've said multiple times on this show, we have said numerous times on this program, and Blake is the one who's had the sourcing on it, that Arizona is one of the next most likely teams to end up making that jump. Internet went out, bro. Well, I jumped right into the into the Pac-12 stuff because I didn't want to – I said that I could definitely use the next five minutes taking my shots at LSU while you weren't here to defend. <laughs> to defend, well, but I thought it would be better to talk about the uh, the Arizona uh, stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, it is literally pouring here in the studio, so thank God you were here. Did we get to the commercial break and everything? I threw us to commercial as, as soon as you disconnected, uh, and then I started talking about Arizona because, again, I didn't want to jump into LSU – um, without you being here. So do we want to start with just talking about Arizona, Big 12 for the next 10 minutes, and then we'll get into our, our – Yeah, since you're already here. talking about it, we'll, yep. we, can t- we can talk Arizona. So where did you where did you leave off? Left off with how this, things were so similar last week with Colorado where their Board of Regents met, and then it was just abruptly they're moving on to the Big 12. And we're now here 
doing the same exact thing. I mean, should we go as far, and I said this to you in the pre-show, should we go as far as to assume that this is a guarantee that that what's that decision makes that decision is going to be made is that they're going to be leaving. Well, what did I tell you? What was it? Wednesday? Yeah. What did Wednesday. I tell you? Wednesday? I, I literally came out here and said, Joe, nobody's talking about this. It's going, the next school is going to be Arizona. Again, in the comments, what happened? obliterated you you know one guy said my titty nipples look like they point sideways i don't know what i'm talking about and all of a sudden here comes arizona going to the big 12 joe there here's here's the truth the big 12 is not playing with anybody they're not playing no and I, the only thing that i would fear is i, I mean what's the pac-12 gonna do they're look i know that you want the acc and pac-12 to merger it's yes. not gonna happen. I'm saying that mostly in jest, but in in actuality, though, like, what are their other options? They're gonna be the pack eight. They don't have options, time. Joe. They, they're, they're who are they gonna add that's gonna help them? Fresno State and San Diego State aren't exactly going to. They're not exactly gonna save them. So their next best option is to join forces with with an already established conference. Wouldn't they that be the best do, way to stay afloat? Do that. And the schools in that conference won't allow that to happen, though, because like I've been saying for so long, the ACC has a contract until 2036. They're not going to do it. And you know who else ain't going to let them do it? ESPN. Well, the other thing that's been talked about, though, recently is that... And what do you call it? Well, the PAC? The PAC? Like, what do you call it? The PAC. <laughs> With a bunch of extra A's and C's. Um it, there, look, there's a lot of just rumors that are being floated out there, and so there's there's really not much legitimacy to any of this. Um, so, it, you know, at what point it, – it's impossible to really know where any of this is actually going. But the other thing that's been floated out there is that Florida State's trying to f find a, a realistic measure for them to buy themselves out of their current deal. And we talked about that on the last show. And that if that does happen, does that not behoove the ACC to try and find its own way to stay afloat? Both they're of these conferences are in bad position. But they're not doing that, though. They can't afford to do it. Joe, they can't afford to do it. So then what do you think is their best next option? If they lose Arizona, like I, them losing Colorado to me is – it's kind of non-consequential. As, as big it, as it, it's going to be very Deion. consequential if Dion gets that thing rolling. Yes. But uh, to well, lose the best basketball team – to lose the best basketball team after they lost USC and UCLA, they are in a completely barren situation. Here's what they got to do. Here's the truth. You ready? Call mm -hmm. Gonzaga. But the Gonzaga doesn't have a football player. Gotta put them, it doesn't matter. You got to let them play. You got to let them not do it. You got you to gotta do something. Joe, what else are they going to do? What else are they going to do? San Diego I, State played the hokey pokey. They said they were leaving the Mountain West. Then they said, "We only right." Get they, they might not even be able to get them now. They might not, not even be able now. to get San Diego, San Diego State. State yeah. Just paid fifteen million dollars to get back in. Exactly. So it's not going to happen. Here's the God's honest truth. You ready? Okay. They're screwed, buddy. They're screwed. The only thing that I can think that they're going to have to come okay. up with some out of the 
off-the-wall BS stuff. They're going to have to pull like a Nebraska. They can't do it. They're going to have to try. They're going to have to give them $40 million a year, but they can't do that. Well, so here's what I think is the ultimate reality of this, and I feel like it's one thing that has been hinted at but not fully talked about. This might literally be the dissolving of the Pac-12. Like, what commitment do those teams now have to them to stick around? But this happens. The Big South, the Big Eight, conferences dissolve, okay? And so I I hate to say this, and I don't want to be political, Okay, Mm -hmm. if you go, you go broke that, you know, like they did some things during COVID during COVID that set them back. And the truth, the truth is that if you want to be political, the the South, the Northeast people, the the historic person that watches football why is ESPN so down? Oh, well, everybody in the South's not watching. No, that's BS. What's happening is, is people around the country, the modern human being doesn't want to hear about you talking about whatever political thing you want to talk about in the middle of a football game. Yeah. That is what happened during COVID, and they botched it. Joe, they didn't play football. They weren't going to play football. And so – when they continue to be progressive and force politics on college athletics, I mean, the truth, L.A. left them. Because L.A. is a lot of things, but one thing that you don't mess with in L.A. In, in LA is sports. Money. Uh. And I don't want to get political, but you know that it's the truth. Nobody's yeah. going to rip that Band-Aid off and say what the truth is. That is the underlying truth. It doesn't matter if you're on the right. It doesn't matter if you're on the left. We want to talk about football. We want to talk about sports. That's how I see it, though, man. That's how I see it. I completely agree, especially for the the truth is, and, and again, it's, it hasn't been talked about. The way that they handled COVID, COVID protocol, protocols, the amount of games that they played, all that crap, that their handling of that set them up for this failure. That set them back. That took them two steps back. And look, it doesn't help that like LA was one of the worst cities in the country in terms of handling of COVID because they shut down, they opened up, they shut down, they opened up. I was here for half of that. It was total, utter bullshit. But as you're talking about here, like they are, they were declining. That the Pac 12 has declined since. And that was, I think, one of the bigger catalysts. I really, really do think, as you talked, as you said a second ago, the dissolvement of conferences happens all the time. And I think that this is inevitably what's going to happen. It's just well, like, where do they go, though? The other teams. Do they I, I, end up in the Big I Ten and the Big 12? They all just spread out? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. I, I, I mean, the Big Ten has shown if they want an Oregon, they could go get them. If they wanted Oregon, they would have got, gone and gotten them. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe you have some – look, here, here's the truth. I find it hard to believe that Kaletikov or whatever his name is. Kweofkov. Kweofkov, whatever – Kweofkov, whatever his name is. Kleofkov. I, I mean, he's he's got – he can't – is he just sitting at his desk? Like, what is he doing? 
Is he not making phone calls? Like, what what is he doing? We well, called I, the ACC. He made a phone call at the ACC, which apparently was. Let's very get important. real. Let's get real. Like, come on. I'm I'm tired of hearing him say, "Let's join. Let's merge." The ACC don't want you, Joe. It's like the fat girl at homecoming. Nobody. I mean, I probably should say it's the unattractive girl at prom. Doesn't nobody really want to take her? Well, that that was the um, the metaphor that I used on yesterday's show. Is that I know, you know I'm stealing it. Some, sometimes you got to be making. You know, you got to be checking in on your uh, on your side pieces way, to see how they're doing. By the way, did you see the picture of me and my wife at a, at the wedding? God, did I outpunt my coverage? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Outpunted my coverage. She's hot. I'm not. I mean, I do um, have a very strong jawline, but. Nevertheless, can't even see with the beard. We can't I mean, even... you can see my chin. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. right here. I'm, I'm giving, I mean, you know I'm that giving I have you... a very masculine chin. I'm giving oh, you that's all I'm saying. All right. You want to dive into this LSU deep dive? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Everybody's going to do us a favor and hit the like and share. I gave you the, or you let me have the floor on Notre Dame to start off because that was your team. Mm-hmm. I am going to reciprocate the favor for you. So here we go. We're diving into LSU. The reigning, defending SEC West champs. Go ahead, sir. What do you think about the LSU Tigers 2023? Here comes some bull, some bullshit. I can already tell you got some bullshit of brewing. As I said earlier, this this deserves a disclaimer. Okay. I am not making any of these statements because I allowed you to sway me in any form or fashion. I am not making any of these projections because I do a show with you because honestly, but you know, behind closed doors, Blake, when I talk to other people and then also out there on social media, a lot of people now think I'm an LSU Homer by association because I do the show with you. Hell and yes. Stay, Enjoy it. Relax, settle down, settle down. It pains me that I have to, to give support for your team, but I am a realist. I am breaking down this team as I see fit. As I see as how things have, have broken down at the end of last season, you guys winning the West, the way that you performed in the transfer portal, I can't deny a well-put-together roster. And I said this when we did those SEC previews, that I don't see a reason why LSU does not win their division again this upcoming season. I do not see a reason why they can't go 11-1 and at the bare minimum this upcoming season. The expectations should be incredibly high. This is the most talented roster that Brian Kelly has ever had and worked with. And I am saying that as somebody who has watched Brian Kelly year in and year out in his time at Notre Dame, he has not had nearly this much talent. You know, Notre Dame fans, if you want to pick me apart, go ahead. But we got to be honest with ourselves. If they had this much talent, they would have been able to put up more of a fight against Clemson and Alabama when they reached the college football playoff in those years when they allegedly had talented rosters. I can't deny any of this, Blake, because they've got an elite pass rusher and they've got a quarterback in Jane Daniels, who I think, as I've said multiple times, fits exactly with what Brian Kelly needs to succeed. There are athletes all over this, all over this roster. I don't see anyone else in the West that is as talented as this team. 11-1 is, is the floor. And if they don't achieve that, to me, that's a disappointment. I'm so fucking proud of you. I do agree that in the West, they are the most talented. Okay. At, at 
you uh-huh. may give some individual battles or some things to like Alabama because Alabama, like, look, let's not get it twisted. Alabama has a very good roster, top to bottom. They the blue chip ratio is insane. The thing, though, for me, Joe, is what Brian Kelly has done along both lines of scrimmage. You have two five-star tackles in Emory Jones and Will Campbell. You go and get an all-Big Ten performer in Mason Lunsford that more than likely is going to start at right guard. Joe, they are eight or nine deep along the offensive line that I quite honestly believe could start for any team in the SEC not named Georgia. The defensive line, five-star defensive tackle Mason uh, Smith is back. He didn't play last year because he tore his ACL in the opening drive against Florida State. Let's see how he rebounds, but we've already seen him, and he is, you know, nothing has really changed. He looks like the freak of nature that he is. You talk about Harold Perkins. You talk about another five-star defensive lineman, Deshaun Womack. They have a crap load of pieces. They The only question mark that I think LSU doesn't know yet and Brian Kelly has said as much, is they don't know what they have in the defensive back room. They got a lot of players from the portal, another five-star in Denver Harris that comes over from Texas A&M and is going to be playing at LSU this year, more than likely starting. They have a lot of talent. The bottom line question will be, can they put it all together? But there's two names that I think everybody needs to get associated with. Mm-hmm. Let's go offensively. Number one, former five-star wide receiver, and y'all can look all this up. Like, this isn't me just saying. Like, these are bona fide two, four, seven, five-star athletes. Five-star wide receiver Aaron Anderson, and Joe, I think that arguably a guy that you're going to be making a debate about at the end of the year for the defensive player of the year and Omar Spates coming from Oregon State. The kid can flat-out play. He just won, like, the Iron Tiger Award that Brian Kelly brought over from Notre Dame, you know, the Iron Irish whatever it was they were calling it, now he won the Iron Tiger Award. I think they are the deepest team in the SEC not named Georgia. Quite honestly, I think it's LA, I think it's Georgia right now uh, for this season. Yes. I think it's Georgia yes. and LSU. I don't yes. think it's Georgia and Alabama. They do have to go to Tuscaloosa. That place is never easy to play in. I think both teams could be undefeated going into that game as well. The bottom line, though, is they not only are they deep, it comes down to Jaden Daniels. Has Jaden Daniels taken that next step? And if he has, watch out. But I do think that this team is a playoff contending team. I do agree with you, and I'm not saying this, and I told you this when I talked about Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I do think that this team is a is playoff contending. I think athlete, I think the athletes on the outside, Brian Kelly's never had before. It like it's no, absolutely not. Close. No. That is what has now separated him to me from what he was doing at Notre Dame to what he now has at LSU. That's gonna be that's gonna work wonders for him. You know, like I, I hear guys and, and not taking shots, just being realistic. I hear guys like Driscoll. I hear guys like uh I, I forget the other guy's name or like Ryan. Well, they're like, what about Will Fuller? Buddy, they got six of three. He was a three-star recruit too at the, when he came in. Well, he with wasn't... all due res- well, with all due respect, they mm-hmm. got seven of those. Okay, Le- legitimately. Yeah, that's the point. Five, Joe, four five-star wide receivers are in this room. Four. That 
it's it's just different. The talent is immense. I think the coaching is immense, and I think the the ultimate truth has been for me. When a, if a if a coach like Nick Saban or Brian Kelly ever got to LSU, it's another sleeping giant waiting to happen. Dog, we won titles with less miles than Ed Orgeron. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Everything I think right now is is perfectly aligning for them to be really good this upcoming season. I'm not going to no. go as far as to say I think that they're going to win a national championship. I, I I think that some of those holes that you mentioned might come back to bite them in the ass in the SEC championship game, in the college football playoff. I, I do want to talk about, though, you mentioned their secondary. I think that that, to me, is one of the, the strongest points of make or break for them is does the new group of guys that steps in do they gel cohesively enough that they can be one of the best second secondaries in the SEC? And like there, there is that concern, obviously. It's a it is a young group of guys that have not played together before. Denver Harris is a, was a very highly recruited player when he was previously at Texas AM. And look, I, I I'm not I know everybody doesn't love him, including my co-host on another show, Ryan Roberts, doesn't love him as much as I do. But Zy Alexander is a really good football player. He's tall, he's long, he's got good range, and he has been not talked about enough. Only one service had him as a really highly rated recruit. I think it was 24-7 sports. But, like, where is he expected to play? Is he expected to play he's outside? Gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he's going to be on the boundary. Which, uh, look, I watch every Southeastern football game, every one yeah. of them. Joe, he's the reigning he's defending. Well, he, he, he's the back-to-back Southland Conference Defensive Player of the Year twice. His ball skills are phenomenal, phenomenal. Right. And look, I, I don't think that, you know, Trevon Diggs is kind of an up and down player in his time in college at Alabama. But like, I see some shades of that where he just knows how to make plays on the football. He might not be super consistent, but when the ball is up in the air and he's near the football, he's going to come down with that ball. I no, really no. like Zy. I really like Zy Alexander. If that to me, if that works out, if you guys can lock down some of these teams that have some explosive receiving cores, like, like you got to put up a bigger fight against Tennessee this year. That's well, we don't a, have. That's we don't, they don't play Tennessee. The only oh, they time don't. They, yeah, the only time they'd play Tennessee would be in the national. I mean, in the SEC championship. Why did I think that they were playing Tennessee? Yeah, they don't play. They don't play Tennessee. Well, they, Florida State is the other one too that's got a ridiculous receiving core. Well, and, and look, I think that you're going to get a litmus test for both of them. I, I've made my yeah. prediction, Joe. You ready for it? Here's my four playoff teams. A lot of people aren't going to like it, but this is how I'd see it going. I see. I think LSU and Georgia both get in. I think both teams going to the SEC undefeated. Whoever loses is going to get in. You ain't gonna like this one. I think Florida State's getting in. I, I am on this. Florida, I, I am on this Florida State train, and I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people aren't going to like. I think USC is getting in over Michigan. Over well, uh, either USC, Michigan, or Ohio State. I pick. Look, here's the thing for me. Here's the thing for me. Or Penn State. I don't really care who's going to get that fourth seed. Toss a coin for all I care. But I feel very confident in those three teams. They are the most talented teams. Can they be the most well-coached? I think you might have a bloodbath in the in the Big Ten. I, think, I don't know who's going to come out of that. That's why I'm not picking them. But I do know that USC does not have a tough schedule, and I do think that they got better. Now, I don't like what they're going to do defensively, but, Joe, here's the problem with USC. Where they did get better defensively, they don't play anybody. 
I think Utah is going to be down a little bit. I mm-hmm. think they care, they're going to be able to up front be better. But regardless, US, I mean, Florida State and LSU week one is a playoff game. It's a playoff game. Like bottom line, top to bottom is a playoff game. I look, I I, I know this went viral on our on the charity stripe with our good boy our good friends over the charity stripe. Joe, yeah. I am more nervous as an L, if I'm an LSU fan, I am more nervous about Florida State than Alabama. For different reasons. No, for all the reasons. Quarterback, running back, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker. Joe, name a unit. Name the unit that Alabama is better than Florida State in. Coaching staff. Oh, okay. But that's my – wait, wait. That's my my whole point. Touche. That's my whole point is that – wait, wait. That's my whole point, though, Blake, is that Florida State presents the challenge of – they're one of the most athletic teams in the country. They've got one of the best rosters in the country. They have they had the best portal hall. It is going to be athletes on athletes in that battle. Head-to-head matchup of athlete on athlete of LSU versus Florida State. But we can't act like Saban isn't going to be able to pull something out of his ass to prepare for that game, and he isn't going to be pissed off about the outcome from last year. I, like, I can't, I can't remove Alabama – from having a shot of winning that game. That game is going to be a really close battle. And to your point, they're at Tuscaloosa. It's it's at Bryant-Denny. To have to battle with Big Saban, who is going to find a way to win that game, that is one of their one of their losable games next year. It's not a... It, it, I would... You know, I'm going to go as far as to say a neutral site game against Florida State is not as difficult as having to play at Alabama, even with their deficiencies. I fully disagree. I fully disagree. You're not worried about Saban. You're not worried about that coaching staff. Why would I be worried about him? Because he's he's one of he's you the know best. Why, you know why I don't worry about him? Why? You're going to hate this. You ready for this real take? Mm-hmm. BK. If this because BK got him once, he's going to get him again? I think he's going to get him again. But you're going to have to explain to me what unit at Alabama is better. At some point, all these, oh, Alabama's going to win the West. Name the position group that Alabama is better in than Florida State. I guarantee you, you can't do it. Maybe there's secondary. Uh, no, yeah, maybe there's secondary. If right, right this is the point. Is it, yeah. If Kool-Aid McKinstry is the dude, Fentrell Cypress wipes him out. It's a fair point. Okay, again, that defensive line is better than Alabama. That offensive line is better than Alabama. And here's the truth. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis is better than anything that they have in that room at quarterback. I don't I don't disagree with that. And that's why, and we already did our deep dive on Alabama, I, I really don't see a path for them to win, win the West. It, it, it's just there's, They're gonna for them have to go – they have to go perfect – they They're going to have to dominate defensively, Joe. It's the only way. And there are holes on that roster. There There's are holes in the roster. There are so guys that need to fill in. But so they, who's going to start that run? I mean, theoretically, we know, but they're replacing three pieces on the defensive line. Dallas Turner returns, but mm-hmm. you are replacing, and people hate him. 
but you're replacing Henry Toto, who's back-to-back 100 tackle seasons. Uh, that is not a small feat. It, it's what not. I, what I'm trying to get at here, though, is that even with a lesser roster and on paper, LSU is significantly more talented. Okay, actually, wait, that's going to be taken out of context and it's going to sound ridiculous. Let me rephrase. LSU is a more talented roster than Alabama. That is not an outrageous take to make. But as we've seen in the SEC, anybody can win on any any given Saturday. No doubt. It, if, saying, if Jimbo not... with that shitty roster could put up that much of a fight against Alabama, and I know that it was Jalen Milrow playing quarterback, I don't see a reason why. What I'm trying to get at here is that Alabama could theoretically upset them. Like that to me is like one of the things, as much as I just talked up LSU, I think it is a very possible thing that can happen in 2023. I'm not saying that LSU can't be beat by them. That's not, that's not what I'm saying, but you positioned like Florida state versus Alabama from an LSU fans perspective. Yes. Yeah. Joe, here's the truth. LSU has more success going into Tuscaloosa than anybody not named Auburn. Okay. They play really well there. It's the it's week one. You have some new pieces along the in the secondary, which you will have all those answers by November the fourth. You don't have those answers week one against Florida State, like like you don't. And again, the receiving core is better. The quarterback is better. I think right now, for what we know, the running backs are better. It, it just again, I don't look at Alabama as a team that I once looked at and, and got scared at. The only the only team that I look at and it's like oh shit is Georgia and every team Joe, Joe I don't care if a chimpanzee yeah. is playing quarterback Georgia is the team when you look at them on paper they are what you would look at in Alabama like that is the truth let, let me ask you this because I think this is actually a good angle to take this on all right from your perspective. If they don't accomplish that, because I think I think you and I are on the same page here. The the expectation is is it, it has to be win the West. It it can't be anything less. And frankly, if you go less than that, that is an underperformance. If that if they don't win the West, if that's not accomplished, if you're to predict right now what would be the cause of that, what do you think it would be? What do you secondary. think would prevent them? Their secondary is just straight up. Their secondary would be the reason well. For. Well, if if they don't hit the ten and two, eleven and one mark, it's because I think they had injuries or they had some really bad luck. That's what I think would have what would have have happened. Um, I just don't know what they have in the secondary, right? It, but here's for for me, I just see them getting to ten wins in the regular season. It's it's where I I see them at. I think anything below that in the regular season is a disappointment. Is a, I, I hate to use the word disappointment. Is not meaning up to your expectations. I mean, I would actually go as far as to argue that, like, wh- I would like ten. Only ten wins seems seems low for me because ten wins might position you out of the playoff. Well, again, like that's what's special crazy teams for is just something that we talk about yeah. a lot. Special teams wise, they're horrendous. Or they've been horrendous. Yeah, As Brian Kelly. You know, midway through the season, when they start having stopped having issues, it's because Brian Kelly took over the unit and he fired Brian Polian, who you love so much. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, good riddance. 
That he didn't dude like was that a much? cancer. Do you hear me? A cancer. Which is hilarious to say about a special teams coach. Well, he just played. He, he acted like this was high school. And when he found out, Joe, here's the truth. You, can I tell you something? Yeah. Brian Kelly learned more about the South and LSU through Brian Polian than any game taught him last year at all. Like, Joe, like the simple nature that LSU fans were on his ass to fire him during a game, they are not joking. Yeah. They will come out there and put him in federal prison if they have to. They don't care. They will ship him. They will pack all the bags up and get him out of there. That's what I – I think Brian Kelly learned more about how this is going to work than with Brian Polian than any game taught him because he already knew. What did, what did he not know about Alabama? What did he not well, yeah, know? He's, he's gotten his ass kicked enough by them. He already knows what he's got to do to get the athletes in here. He knows what he's got to do. But he didn't realize when the chirping starts, like there's no room for error. I just think that this team's going to be really good. Like, if we're talking about injuries, nobody really getting hurt, this team's going to be really good. I think the reason they are is because they're led by Jaden Daniels. Now, one thing that we need to talk about, because we do, we do have not talked about him enough so far on this, he's, he's number two in the Heisman odds, and that's Jaden Daniels. Can he put it all together? Can he – look, you know one thing, too, yeah. that – I'm not saying he's going to win the Heisman, but Joe, if he if he has better uh, uh, acclimate in the passing game, it, it, it's going to be dangerous for a lot of people. Look, all right, here, okay, here's where I'm thinking I'm going to piss you off. I'm going to bring us back down to earth a little bit right here. All right, I I, I think that I really like Jaden Daniels for this offense. I like Jaden Daniels for what he is for Brian Kelly, but I will not go as far as to say that I I, I just don't think that that Jaden Daniels he's not going to win the Heisman. He's not. And I, I really don't think he belongs in the stratosphere of the conversation. I, I think his performance is critical can for I, LSU to reach where can they I need to go. You, can I pause go you right there? Okay. Can you expound on why? Like, give me a reason why he shouldn't. I think there are significantly, there are more quarterbacks. There are other quarterbacks that are more significantly impactful to their team's success in college football than Jaden Daniels it's if he's at the podium it's going to be the Stetson Bennett effect of really good football team right place right time does everything that your team needs to do uh to win football games but not necessarily Mr you know he's not Caleb Williams he's not Drake May he's just not I don't I, he those are the two guys that he needs to realistically beat out if he's going to win that award in fairness Mm-hmm. In fairness, what's Caleb Williams against top twenty-five teams? Uh, what is his record? I don't know. If Winless. Let me back he up. Is- I- I'm sorry. Okay. He is one in five against top twenty-five teams. They beat UCLA. He is still. I don't give two freaking Rudy Poos that he that- threw four thousand yards wait, wait, and forty wait, wait. touchdowns. Wait. But here's the here's the difference though. We already have context of that. If Jane Daniels goes down, Garrett Nussmeyer steps in, and like just look, look, because look what his backup is there does not constitute but that he doesn't Caleb, win big games. If Caleb Williams and Drake May are not on their football teams, both of those teams are eight win teams, maximum. 
they Man, last year. I don't agree with that because USC. What was the kid that they just got in the in the in? No, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about last year. I'm not talking about this upcoming twenty. Well, we're talking about twenty three season. We're but talking no, no, about my year. Yes, my point that I'm tr- that I was making with Caleb Williams is that he won that award because their success all fell on his shoulders, and now upcoming this upcoming season, their success again falls on his shoulders. Same thing for Drake. Also, Drake quarterback Man. shoulders. It it does, but I'm trying to get at here is that Gene Daniels is a is a quality starting quarterback, and he's the best returning SEC quarterback. But I don't think he fits into that Heisman Trophy winning category. He just doesn't. He's he's I in the right right offense, right place, right time. I don't. And again, agree. I think I think, and I think that's again. I knew that you weren't going to agree with that. I well, I mean, I. I <laughs> I do think that there constitutes Heisman moments, and Jaden Daniels has had more Heisman moments about beating real team, real teams than Caleb Williams ever has. Joe, the last time that he, the, every time that he's played top twenty-five opponents, let's see. What's Wait, the, they beat Notre Dame too. That's that's two wins against top Notre Dame. Wasn't ranked when they played. Yes, they were. No, they were. They weren't. I went back and checked. I'm, I'm They're ranked at the end of the year, yes, but they weren't ranked when they played. Notre Dame was three and three or three and two. No, 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 no. That, when Notre Dame USC played one another, they weren't ranked. That was, that was at the end of the season. That was the last game of the season. They were number eighteen in the country. Oh, okay. they were they were eight and three coming into I that. Thought game. Y'all played? No, that was Stanford that y'all lost to. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, not. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Yes. Okay, yeah, so he's true. what two and five. His he won that award with the way that he played against Notre Dame. <laughs> is that Ala- okay? But like, is Jane Daniels' Alabama performance is that enough to hand him uh, the Heisman Trophy? And does he have more games like that in him in twenty twenty three? I feel like his progression is a little bit. It's not completely capped, but he's pretty close to his his ceiling in this offense. I don't think he's capped. How much better can he get though? I think significantly. He's I, think, an, he, I okay. think that the nerds at Pro Football Focus go, <laughs> no quarterback's ever done it before after they've had this many starts in college football. And, and then y'all jizz over guy like Anthony Richardson who I'm can't throw. Those, uh, whoa, wait, Anthony Richardson uh, does not fit Yo, the criteria of a PFF. Film study against him uh. against LSU, the game that y'all jizzed all over him for, he fucking mm-hmm. sucked. Let's call it what it is. He, oh, look at how throw for he threw a deep pass. And then you don't constitute quarterbacks throwing the ball. At some point, winning has to matter. At some, it doesn't for oh. NFL draft projections. It doesn't. Are you sure? Because winners always name a losing quarterback in college that's going to the NFL and won. There's, there's very oh, few. Oh, that's right. You can't. It doesn't. It doesn't usually happen. But I can tell you right now that the NFL's opinion on Anthony Richardson last year is a lot coming into the season is a lot higher than the NFL's opinion on Jane Daniels right now coming into the season. But again, we're not talking about NFL. Joe Burrow was projected a seventh round pick. Was he capped? No, he was. Um, Pause for me. This okay, is wait, 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 wait. Joe Burrow's progression is and it is unheard of. That has never happened in – that never happen happens. At, why can't it happen at LSU a second time? Because it's, it, it's un, highly improbable. 
to happen a second time. It's improbable that two coaches in year two win national titles at the same institution. I think that that's more realistic than Jaden Daniels turning into some uh, an elite, extremely dominant college quarterback. I think he's a good starter. I think he's a really good quality starter. And as we've talked about, I don't about care the show, if he wins Heisman. If he a- wins a Natty and Brian Kelly wins a Natty, I'm going to be point. teabagging all the Notre Dame fans. That's my point. Is that it's you'd rather have the guy that's that does his job and plays well within the system, and then you win games because everybody plays well together, and you go on to win a national championship. Then the guy wins the the Heisman and then loses to Tulane. That's what I'm trying to get at. I think he's more slightly above average than he is elite. I don't think he fits into the elite category. I don't like you sometimes. I couldn't let you win the whole show. I didn't win any of it. Well, well is, I mean, this is the first season JD5 will have the same offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coaching back to back. He was at Arizona State. Like what? Joe, in fairness, in fairness now, remember the Hugh, the, uh, the Hugh uh, Jackson, not Hugh Jackson. What was his name? Herm what Edwards. Was his coach? Hugh Edwards, uh, Herm, uh, Herm Edwards. Edwards. They didn't have the quarterback coach. They didn't have offensive corners. He had three different systems. He had to go through the pandemic. What is his – and truthful and, and then not really arguing with you just to argue – what was his real progression? Like, in in fairness, what yeah. was his real progression? Because well, I, I saw last season signs of improvement. I saw from his Arizona State tape of great athlete, good arm, but not putting it together because he didn't have, like, all the stuff that you talked about. And you saw him get more comfortable as the season went on last year. Like, there's a progression. He was more consistently accurate. Wasn't, you know, wasn't in that – top 10 category, but he was more consistently accurate as the season went on. That was, that's where the progression is. So like, I don't think he get, like he's not going to get more accurate. His arm's not going to get that much better. Okay. I'll just, I'll stay on the, uh, I'll just stay, stand on this Island by myself. Everybody hates Jaden Daniels. Every outsider hates Jaden Daniels. Uh, chicken really fingers. Do. Chicken fingers. Oh, yeah, chicken up. fingers before we get out of here. <laughs> okay, so I, 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 I joked on. earlier. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I joked earlier that there was a possibility that that was done intentionally, but I actually don't think that's the case. I, I really you tell everybody think, what you're talking about first just in case they didn't yes, see Yes, the, the, the picture of the Michigan recruit that, first of all, he posted that and he seemed more than happy about the fact that he was sitting there eating uh, snack bar, chicken fingers and Mac and cheese on his recruiting visit. I think that that is all they had prepared and available. I don't think that they would decided to go above and beyond, but again, I said this at the beginning of the show, like if I was 17 and I showed up, that was put on my plate. I'd be more than happy. And the kid clearly was happy. He posted it. <laughs> He posted it on his Twitter. It's like when the when Clemson went to the White I House. Just, I and just those kids were so happy to be eating McDonald's. They were so happy, and everyone's like, "This oh, is I know. How, this is outrageous that they serve the McDonald's." You think that an offensive lineman's not going to sit there and be like, "I get to take out how many burgers?" They they don't well, care. Well, it, it was funny when <laughs> they did the McDonald's, and the, I mean, 
Look, I, I again, I feel like I'm getting way too political in this show, but you got the president of the United States saying, there's the Big Macs, there's the quarter pounders. <laughs> you know, like, I do think that that's funny. However, regardless, mm-hmm. what I think is crazy is that they. I feel like John Har- or Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, did this on purpose. I and think it's possible. It's a possible. I, they did it on purpose because you, if you hadn't seen it, Harbaugh got popped because yeah. apparently he was buying recruits hamburgers. <laughs> Joe, this is so comical. This is so comical. You know what I mean? Like, what are you feeding these kids? You know what's more interesting? We were just talking about LSU. The number one player in the country, Bryce Underwood, was in Baton Rouge on Friday, and LSU fans went stupid saying, bro, why are you going up there eating hot dogs when you can come down here and eat the best food in the country? So <laughs> I do think it, it's <laughs> like – Harbaugh's just so weird. Like a hot dog. Ah, if just you can't, really want to cause problems, you should have. It should have been only hamburgers and nothing else. But wait, before we wrap, I want to ask this: Do you did you okay. take an official visit, or did you just take like a like a game day I visit took, and you signed? I took three official visits at uh, Southeastern okay, so we, ULM, and I want to say what was it, Magnus? So no, believe it or Nichols? not. No, I didn't. I was never going no. to Nichols. Okay. Uh, I took an unofficial visit to LSU. I feel like that happens with a lot of kids in the state. They, they. Yeah, I had an unofficial visit to LSU. They were like, "You're too fat and you're too fat and slow." <laughs> when, for the for your recruiting visit for for southeastern Louisiana, what did you have? I had like, we had you? gumbo. Really? Do you, know what, do you know what gumbo is? Yeah, I know what gumbo is. Yeah, we had gumbo, uh, and then we had jambalaya for when we were leaving the, that Sunday. And I think they gave us like a care package. It had, I'll never forget this. They had like a uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh my the, God. Oh, I would have signed yeah. immediately. Yeah. They had Krispy Kreme donuts on the care package on the way out. Yep. But Louisiana is a very tough place for you to say, Hey, did you have good food on your, right. and then, and then bro, we had, uh, do you know what a po, a po boy is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what a po boy is. Okay. Uh, the Friday that we got there, they gave us po-boys, like po-boys and dog. I was in hog heaven. I mean, I we ate pretty – I thought it was, you know, pretty awesome, to be honest with my, you. I, I do find the – my recruiting, my official visit, I find it really funny, though, that, like, this is what was fed to, to him. Uh, and on my visit, like, they put us in the nicest hotel. There, there's not that many hotels in Narragansett, but they put us in a hotel that was on the water, and we ate at the nicest restaurant. And it was all – like really high end fish and like calamari and stuff. And like we, my freshman year, we won two games. <laughs> we we won two yeah. games in an FCS conference. So it's just funny to like, you know, look at this stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I would have been happy eating chicken fingers. I wouldn't have complained. I mean, I just don't think like, I really don't think that a kid's going to make a decision based off of him eating a hot dog or not. Yeah. Like he'll do what I did, which is, you know, what do the girls look like when you go to the party? That was how I mean. You know what's interesting? I didn't yeah. even think about that. Like, I was so worried about, like, depth chart and stuff like that. Like, I didn't even care about it. Yeah, my dumbass was not. I wish I was thinking like that. And I did start as a freshman. But my dumbass was too focused on the wrong things. Of course you were. <laughs> of course you were. All right.
Great episode. Glad you came around. Finally. It pains me. It shouldn't because the truth should, ne- should never pain you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the minute, but I'm telling you guys right now, the, the first dumb game you guys lose, I'm going to be unsufferable, insufferable on this show. Well, I mean, you, I mean, it's, it's a two-way street. You, a two-way you, street you with Notre Dame. Sure. It's a two-way street with Notre Dame. Are you going to beat Marshall this year? We're not playing Marshall this year. We're playing Tennessee. Well, State. you never know. You could play him in this in, in, in the Independence Bowl because you're both six and six. You never know. Exactly. So, because I know you're going to give me crap, I'm going to be giving you crap. So, just be prepared. That's going to happen. Well, every time you say that, Joe, that means usually LSU wins. All right, we'll see y'all Wednesday. Y'all have a good one. Peace.